0: Thank you for joining me, Pavlo Fatidis, on this series of Business Accelerator podcasts. All these podcasts focus on how you, as a business owner, can be sure that you're building your business into an asset of value. In this episode, we look at the first lever of valuation that you can control and pull in your favor. It focuses on the discount rate or the risk rate of your business. That's something we spoke about in episode two. Remember, we want a low discount rate the lower the rate, the higher the valuation. A big factor in considering this revolves around how special your business is. Special seen through the eyes of your customer, not yours, not mine, and especially not any of your friends or family. So let's get into it. Who is your customer? Can you define your customers with any level of insight or meaning? There are many different customer types out there. When I speak to entrepreneurs, sometimes they say, my customers are females. Really? My customers are small medium enterprises. Really? Last time I looked, each of them in their own right were very different from each other. So where do you start? When you start the business, of course, you have an idea or a product in mind. You have a service in mind and you go to market with it. You try and sell it to anyone and everyone who will buy it from you. And you need that because you've got to generate the cash flow to be sure that you can survive another day. But as you start to sell more and more and more of your product or service, and as you start to notice some customers who are buying repeatedly versus others who aren't, it's those customers buying repeatedly that are seeing value in your product or service beyond that that you recognize. You see, the reason I say this is that people only ever spend money on anything that solves a problem. The extent to which you understand your customer is the extent to which you understand what problem you're solving for them. That's what makes a special business. It's in the eyes of the customers. Often people say to me, well, not all businesses necessarily have to solve a problem. They give me the example of a watch business. If you have a 500,000 rand watch in your business and you are a watch salesman, the person who buys that what possible problem could you be solving for them? Well, research will show you that people buy very expensive watches for two or three reasons. The one reason is that it makes them feel good. So perhaps they have an insecurity. Perhaps they want to demonstrate that they've arrived, that they're doing well. Another reason is that a very expensive watch is a portable asset. You can buy a chair and sell it there. It's a store of value and it holds its value. If you as that watch business do not understand the difference between those two problems. When someone walks into your store to buy that watch, how would you know how to approach them? If you start talking to them about the features of the watch, rather than the value the watch can offer them in relation to the problems they have, the likelihood of you missing the mark and losing that sale or not converting that sale is pretty high. So different people, different businesses have different problems. If you think about it, the world that we live in today has created more and more problems. Be they political, be they economic, be they social problems. So it's a world ripe for entrepreneurs. Looking at who your customers are today, engage with them. Ask them beyond the obvious why they buy from you and why they continue to support you. Because if you can tap into the emotional and essentially physical problem that you're solving for them, it's a great cue for you to market to further people like them with the right type of message. I'll give you an example. If you are a baker and you manufacture croissants, and you believe you've got the best croissant recipe in town, and there's a competing baker who recognizes that yes, they manufacture croissants, but in fact, they have a business that solves the following problem for grocery stores. They're able to deliver fresh-baked goods 365 days a year, on time, every time, so that the grocery stores they serve can open their stores at 7am with fresh baked goods wafting through the store. The grocery store customer, which of the two bakers are they going to stick to? They're going to stick to the one that solves their problem, the problem of having fresh baked goods on time, 365 days a year, on the shelf because if that grocery store owner does not have fresh baked goods on time and they lose the morning trade it takes them at least a full day of trade to make up for the rent of that month solving problems is what makes customers sticky to you selling products is what makes customers buy from you but argue price rather than value building a business that focuses on solving problems rather than selling products or services, is what will lift you above and beyond your competitors. It's the thing that makes a customer stick to you. It's the thing that arguably makes a customer loyal to you. People want problem solved before they want features and benefits of a product or a service. So in closing, think about how you would look at valuing your business. You come to me, I'm the baker and I argue that I've got the best croissant recipe in town. Well, here's the fact. 9,999 other bakers argued the same thing. Or if you come to me and I argue that I've created a system that solves problems for grocers right around the country, and on that basis, because I solve that problem consistently, they stick with me as a buyer or as an investor, which business would you want to have of those two? I hope you got good value from this podcast. In the next episode, I'll be answering the question on how you make time for yourself in your own business think about it. You are your most expensive and most valuable resource. You are the founder and owner of your own business. And if it's not you that's focusing your time and energy on growing the value of your business, then who else is? Please share this podcast with fellow business owners and let's help each other grow. If you have any feedback, if you have any inquiries, if you have any questions, do let me know. You can find me on Twitter at PavloBiz or alternatively Facebook and LinkedIn. I'd like to also thank Nedbank for making this series possible. They have been great supporters of small-medium businesses in the entrepreneurial space for some time. Until next time, do have an entrepreneurial day.